Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's up, bro? Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about talking about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters. I got it. I did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good job. I'm, yep. it, yeah, I'm so glad that wasn't the A take that we did and no one will know. Hey, don't say that. It's not true. <laughs> it, 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 it really I'm isn't sorry. true, listeners. This is our I'm first so take. So <laughs> yeah, it's the first take. You can tell by the way he said talk, tick, and mount. Yeah, talk to you about. That's what we're going to do. But this week, uh, just the one set of of teens. Sorry, no more Ninja Turtles. uh, But I'm sure we'll have some stuff to say about them. I'm so mad I missed that episode. (laughs) I'm I'm also mad I missed that episode. I kind of of specifically was like, hey, I know it's probably too late, but Ninja Turtles. (laughs) Uh, It's all right. We'll talk about them a little bit anyway. Uh, That said... Joining, I'm Zach, and joining me this week, we've got Emily. Hello. We've got Fabi. I'm punchy. I haven't recorded one of these in a while. I'm in a different city. I have a desk. There are bears all around me. There are little ball robots on the other side. There's a holographic General Grievous here. Like Hello actual Kitty bears. Max. Yeah, actual yeah, bears. Yes. Just bears. Yes. <laughs> Fabby's in a cave with a bunch of bears. <laughs> I have my 7-Eleven exclusive bears. They came out with a 7-Eleven exclusive Haro, a 7-Eleven ball. I really want that 7-Eleven <gasps> oh, ball. I also want a Haro. That's good. Yeah, I have some Haros here. I have a kitty Haro that I assembled during the finale of Eidolon. Hi, but okay. everyone. The, the, the main punchy. point, though, is that Fabi recorded this podcast in a cave with a box of scraps. Okay, hold yep. on. Hold on. <laughs> First of all, our friend Holly me. is here. Hi there. <laughs> We're happy to have you back. Now, Hi, I'm going to ask... Uh, Holly, I'm going to ask you a question in a minute, but first I need to go back. What's a Haro? Okay. It's the fun little ball it. from Gundam. In yeah. the TV show Mobile Suit Gundam, there's a ball. It the was the 79th year of the Universal Haro. Century. Uh, I have a Haro with like hammers and then a Haro with cat ears. Yeah, Haro's kind of like a mascot character for yeah, Gundam. Yeah, they're very popular and also... Uh, hey, hi, this is a quick tip if you want to get into Gunpla. 
but you don't want to spend a lot of money and you also want to start uh, with like easy sets. They have some sets that are usually around seven to ten dollars of Haros or Bear Guys, and you make this little, really like small and cute, uh, like gunpla that you can have in your desk or whatever i would 100 percent recommend that as your first one. Oh my one. god they're adorable <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hara's yeah. good Hara's and the dub it has like a cute little voice it's like good morning i, have, I can just take pictures where's my phones i have them right here i'm looking at them on the google it's spelled h-a-r-o if you also <laughs> don't know what this is uh Wait, so what about 7-Eleven in these? So, they just released, uh, I think it was these, there might have been a different ball, uh, exclusive, uh, 7-Eleven balls. Uh, okay. they do this, they do 7-Eleven Gumpla, uh, my girlfriend got me two of the 7-Eleven, uh, Bear Guys, I'm also gonna take some picture of that. Uh, I'm just huh. turning my light here. So that I can really get, like, the best lighting into these pictures. I didn't uh, know that there was a crossover between 7-Eleven and Gundam. They I mean, do, like, exclusives in Japan. Yeah, doesn't 7-Eleven um, also have its own flavor of Kit Kat or something? I'm sure Probably. they do. There's just, like, a million flavors of Kit Kat in Japan. Okay. Also, Fabi's advice of starting with something like Hara is probably pretty good, because I started with a Zaku. It was very hard. Yeah, no, that seems very hard. I I'm, started I'm also. It's a master grade. It's like what the second step up. I did not yeah, even no. bother with that real grade shit. <laughs> I did um Gundam Wing Zero Custom, but I, it was a high grade, so it wasn't that hard. I guess technically my first gunplay was Meta B, but whatever. Yeah, the horror <laughs> that I started with like didn't even require stickers. Didn't require. Didn't require those little pliers thingies to to cut them. It was like easy, to- easy. They're for babies, and I'm a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Uh, okay. Well, now I know what Haro's are. Okay. I'm looking. To, I have forgotten where we put our chat. I found our chat, <laughs> and I'm posting the pictures. Okay. I also think it's very funny how. Like the the Gundam gunpla I have are like one one forty four scale, and mm-hmm. then Metabi is one six because he's a mm-hmm. tiny robot. Oh, uh, they're cute! Also, those are arrows. adorable. Here are my exclusive Seven Eleven bear guys. I love the I love the pink one Aww. and the green bear is good. And then my other bear guys. I like that little bear with legs. What's that guy's deal? Ooh. Oh man, there's a lot of they're bears. Like one that looks like it has a slinky in the middle. They, oh, they yeah, look like they're like, like a slinky, a ranger team, but bears. And, yeah, and I then like uh, this, shiny ones. These are all my balls. You can see the shadow <laughs> of uh, Stabby, Why did you General post that? Grievous. I'm posting balls on main. What's up? You can <laughs> see also my cyclonas there in the bottom. Okay, great. This is really good audio content. So. <laughs> <laughs> tweet, tweet, tweet these pictures, Fabi, if you haven't already. So they're the on my Twitter. They're yeah, all, all so go to Fabi's Twitter, Twitter and you can see these things we're talking yeah. about. There you go. Uh, Add me and be like, Fabi, I want to see your balls. And I'll, <laughs> I'll send you. So, uh, so that said, Holly, it's been a little while since you've been on. Mm-hmm. Um, I would ask my normal question, but... On we you really wanted to be on the Ninja Turtles episode and unfortunately scheduling didn't work out. But uh, I wanted to ask you 
what you had to say about the Ninja Turtles Power Rangers episode. The Ninja Turtles Power Rangers episode is when I this this was years ago, um, like three years ago or so. Um, I wanted to like watch like good Power Rangers as opposed to you would have been probably towards the end of Mighty Morphin at the time, right? Um, so I decided to watch In Space because I heard you guys say that's like one of the best ones, <laughs> and I got to the episodes with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I said I'm not going to watch this anymore. <laughs> Aww, it's not really representative of the rest of the series. Yeah, that's I what know. I just decided to yeah. stop. I mean, it's it, fair, I guess. I love the it, episode, but it is weird because I I watched a little bit ahead, and I do think this is a good season, but like that episode really doesn't feel like it fits with the rest of the show. Yeah, like, I think this would be the first, like, the next episode if I'd, like, kept going. Yes, <laughs> I stopped this is hard. The, yeah, this is the next one. Well, I don't blame you, and now you finally see the next one and how the wonderful I, story I will say, carries on. this does not, like, this episode does not hold a candle, candle to fucking air you tan. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yeah, well, that, show, <laughs> that episode's nuts, for sure, yes. Uh, I missed that one recording, and um Emily was like, Zach, you like please go back and look at that yeah. one. And and you were it's correct. So fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Uh that's a weird one. Um but this week oh wait, I'm sorry, before we talk about the episode. Uh, Fabi, you've been moving. You've had a oh, lot yeah. of life changes. They're all very mm-hmm. important and we're we're mm-hmm. glad that you're settled into your new place mm-hmm. safe, but something has mm. been missing. Yeah. And that is the Blaze Ball Minute. Play my music, Eric. Fabi's baseball bonanza. So you you have the timer set? Yeah. Timer ready? You're, okay, you're so good. uh Ball is coming back. Uh Blaisball's coming back. I haven't I've been kinda keeping an eye on it because it's still been in the back and forth, and during the the siesta, the baseball baseball siesta, I had decided I would do like little updates about lore and characters. But we already did that. That's done. That's in the past. We're we're now getting hyped for season twelve, which would be the season of baseball when it happens. And you may be asking yourself, Fabi, when baseball when? So I have this little handy graph right here that says baseball when. Uh, there are, there is a 2.22 chance percent of Blazewell starting, uh, on the 15th. Uh, there's a 77.7 chance percent of Blazewell starting on February 22nd. Uh, there is a 22.2% chance of starting in March 1st. And, uh, the other days, it's also a 2.22% chance. Uh, so I think this answers the question very simple of when Blazewell is returning. All right. Fair enough. All right. That's the Blazewell Minute. Well, thank you. Uh, any questions? Uh, I have, I just have one question. Mm-hmm. Blazeball when? Uh, probably February 22nd. Okay, great. Thank you very much. This is from the official Blazeball Twitter, for the record. I didn't actually make this. I wish you had made this graph. I'm also wishing that now. You should have lied. (laughs) I would never steal the valor of Commissioner, uh, Commissioner CEO Interim Intern Parker Marmillan VII? Uh, Oh, 
I bought, I got some Blazewell merch recently. I got a little purse with the signature of the commissioner. Uh, it's really, really cute. That's awesome. Uh, I would, it's hard to get Blazewell merch because the official and official website only opens like on the weekends after noon. But all the money that goes there uh, goes to charities. So I would really recommend it. That's blazeballcares.com. And you can go and look at all the cool stuff they have and all that uh, all the money they, they get is for charity. All right. Fair enough. And now yeah. it's time to watch the episode. No. This is, no, it's not. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're right. Mega Ranger Station. It's time for Mega Ranger Station. We have a lot of fucking segments. Maybe we, we do. To- <laughs> do you want to do an Alphax while we're at it? No, uh, no, no we need Matt for that. Matt's the only one who knows about Alphax. I think Matt's the only person who's ever seen an owl, maybe. I don't dare take over Lexi's can- Canadian corner, even though... <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. I, I do. Uh, uh, Holly is correct. I do have an owl fact. Here it goes. Matt is the only person who's ever seen an owl. <laughs> I, I, I played Ned Runner with Matt the other day. I think I have oh, sort nice. some of those owl facts. I'm going to hang out with Matt again. Yeah, um, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so this is going to just be real quick because, like, um, uh, this this cut ahead to episode eight of Mega Ranger. So and so there's a bunch of episodes I missed, but there's they're probably just like generic, like you know, beat up monster episodes. Uh, just kind of like getting the, the cast established. But for those who don't, maybe don't remember what's happening in Mega Ranger, pretty much like Na, uh, Nasada was uh, getting this team of teenagers together with attitude <laughs> to <God. laughs> become um, scouted via a video game to become the new, uh, become oh, the Mega Rangers. Oh, they Starfighter them? <laughs> yes, yeah, pretty exactly. much. Well, like, only one of them technically. The other ones are just computer geeks. Um, they, the other ones were just there at the right time. <laughs> And, and um, you as well. <laughs> also, you guys. Yeah, exactly. Well, they, they kind of proved themselves by showing how tech savvy they were in a certain in a scene. But like, um, and and you know, they're they're now working with the organization. It's not it's not Nasada. I guess they were working in Nasada. It's got a different name. I don't remember what it is. But um, the episode starts off with like uh, the the rain the other rangers who were all like part of the digital uh, club in school. Um, are like where's you know the the red red mega red like I don't remember their names are I'll, I'll I will remind remember their names before the next one I'll try my best but um he, he's he's probably off playing video games again oh he doesn't take anything seriously and I'm like and my first thought was like that's how he got into this program was he was good at video games so like is it really slacking off if he's playing games like it seems like that's, it's a good thing for this for this job yeah but that's he, a weird thing to insult him over but yeah go ahead <laughs> even even the the mentor character is like oh he should be training with you guys um and studying for this test you know being a high school kid uh and then like his his assistant lady who um says to him in japanese although I've only seen her speak in English because she's a white woman. Um, she says like, "Oh, he's just a kid," and I'm like, "Yeah, they, yeah, maybe you shouldn't hire child soldiers, my dude." Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, we get to the 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 bad guys, and um, they're getting chewed out by the big bad about like how they haven't been able to um, beat the mega the uh, mega rangers yet. So uh, the Eclipter equivalent gets a plan of like 
splitting them up because their strength is their teamwork. So if we split them up, it'll be good. And so he pretty much um, shows up. They get the alarm and he challenges Mega Red to like a one-on-one thing and, and takes him into this virtual space that he creates, which is what you see as KO 35. On, yeah, um, okay, that makes it's, sense. Yeah, and that's the weird more fucking sense the black, electrical pylon land. Mega Black comes in like through this like shattered glass thing. It makes a little bit more sense than what happens in this one. Um, and then like in the in the Power Rangers episode, Mega Black gets really fucked up. We see it a lot more. His his helmet gets cracked open and his face is bleeding. Um, and they go back to the hospital and they're all chewing out uh, Mega Red for being like such a jerk and going off on his own without helping them. And he's like kind of fighting back. He's like. I, I I had it like he's it's kind of it's very similar in this episode where the re- the Red Ranger is like trying really hard to be on his own, but in this it's more about him being cocky and headstrong than you know right um, sad a- Andros's sad problem boy. yeah and Andros uh, sad boy yeah <laughs> and then he 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 runs off on his own and he kind of realizes that like wh- why did I just apologize like I'm being a jerk and he, and he sees a photo of him and his friends on the wall and he takes a little heart magnet and puts it over his face because like, I don't deserve to be here <laughs> 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 but then he gets a talking to by their head guy who's like you remind me of my friend my my colleague who was trying to find a Nezi the, the dimension that the bad guys come from and he was too headstrong and he got sucked into dimension and he's never been seen and he looks exactly like the the bad guy on the enemy team he's he's Gasp. the same he's he's him yeah. <laughs> and and um you know he goes like your your friends will forgive you and mega red leaves and gets challenged by the ecliptor equivalent again and is and and at first thinks about what his friend said and then goes I can't put them in danger again. I'll beat them up and then they'll forgive me. So he's a fo- he's an idiot. And um, the same thing happens where the Mega Rangers eventually show up to help him. And the Mega Black says, you dummy, you, you dummy. We never stopped being your friends. And it's like really good and stuff. And they do the fight. I think some of the footage from the Ecliptor fight in this episode was on the episode that you and Lexi covered, Zach. Because like... The exact same thing happens where, like, he gets refracted and they attack the middle one and all that. Like, right, that exact yeah. same scene happens. So I guess they took that yeah. from this episode. Um, so they make up and the, the the one funny really one really funny part about the episode is they find the photo that he put the magnet on in the beginning and they start making fun of him for it. <laughs> like, they start like being like, oh, he put a heart over his face. He's so sentimental. And I thought that was really funny <laughs> that they, like, ripped it him good. for it. And then, yeah, it just kind of ends like that. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it's, it's pretty it's, similar. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I find it interesting that the Sentai and Power Rangers are very different from each other, but this still kind of has the same beats. In yeah, terms especially... Of like, oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, especially given that they really had to, to work around the fact that they have very different themes. Like, we'll, we'll talk about that in this episode a little bit, but the fact that they kept kind of the same plot beats uh is interesting so yeah i guess it kind of makes sense because they're keeping the footage and everything but um right but like the 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 aspect where one of the characters is feeling um longing for an old friend is similar to andros's issues here so yeah yeah so we we open this oh i'm sorry this is episode five of power rangers in space never stop searching and we open on uh, Carlos fixing uh, Andros's... Okay. Go ahead. So, so here's the thing. I haven't been in this podcast for a while. Like, it, I missed a couple episodes. 
Um, so there has to have been like some sort of ongoing, like slow burn romantic plot between Carlos and Andrews, right? And this, <laughs> yeah. this episode feels like the payoff after like five episodes of like, will they, won't they, like, yeah. cold shoulder. Like, this, this is the climax. I. <laughs> I feel like Carlos has barely done anything so far in this season. Like, yeah, but it, I also yeah. agree with Fabi that I very much got like Carlos and Andrew's yeah. shipping vibes from this episode. This episode for sure. But no, uh, <laughs> you may be surprised, Fabi, to know that in fact they've been pushing Andros and Ashley, who I'm not uh, sure talks in this episode. No, <laughs> I, it's very funny because Ashley, I think. Ashley might at one point say, we'll go with you. And Carlos is like, no, me and my boyfriend will take care of this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, I, I was just listening to Lexi and, uh, and Zach's episode. Um, and they were talking about how Andros got very big gay vibes, not interested in a woman. So, yeah. <laughs> well, well, so Ashley goes after him hard and he just sort of uh, humors her. Yes. So, you know, it fits. If it fits. But uh, we open on, speaking of, Carlos is working on uh, a galaxy glider. And uh, one of the things that's fun about this, if you haven't noticed, is that uh, I think they only have a prop that's a non-CG thing for the red galaxy glider. Because you never see any of the other ones, like, in the ship. Mm -hmm. Um, So he is working on Andros's Um Galaxy yeah. Glider. Um, yeah. His boyfriend's bike. He's yeah. working on his boyfriend's bike. Like, this episode's so fucking gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so he uh, looks at uh, or Oh, right. I'm sorry. I forgot what, what happened. But everybody else is like, Carlos, you've been working so hard. Come hang out with us. And he's like, no, y'all go ahead. Don't worry about it. And he wanders up to the bridge where uh, Andros is late into the night uh, scanning a bunch of different galaxies for something. Also, he has a galaxy map that is a piece of oh paper that he drew on with, with crayons. This is an <laughs> overlay for one of those educational like toys from the 90s. Yes, it's so funny. Like, again... I know they didn't have a huge props budget, but, like, the map is made with crayons. It's hysterical. <laughs> it's so bad looking. Hey, can I talk about Andros's awful, awful hair? Yes, you can. Yes. We're only it's five episodes bad. in, and we've only yes. talked about it, how bad it is a couple times, so go ahead. Yeah, no, it's incredibly bad. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, like, the Smuckers, it's got peanut butter and jelly in, like, the same jar? That's his fucking hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually... I actually don't think we've talked about that. It's long and bad, but also, yeah, it's it's bleach in, like, mm-hmm. vertical stripes, like, yeah. down the length instead it's of... It's a clock. I think we mentioned there was highlights, but we didn't specify mm-hmm. that. that you like... can tell time by looking at his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell how old he is. He does think those are his rings. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's really That's bad That's why they're looking. so wide. He's only, like, what, 18, 19? Exactly. So, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it is really bad looking. Um, so, uh, now the question I have is, is this because he's an alien or just that's the choice <laughs> no, that he made? because it's 1997. <laughs> he's not an alien. He's a human. 
We've established that he's a human. No, I like I like Holly's answer. It's because it's ninety seven exactly. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, Andros is looking around. Uh, he like looks around to make sure no one else is there, and he pulls out a little necklace and looks at it sadly. Uh, and yes, now we're about to get Andros's backstory, or at least part of it. Um, in the necklace is like a little, uh, silver disc, which is, uh, which he puts it in like like a mini disc. Yeah. He puts it in like a tiny mini disc player. Yeah. (laughs) There's literally something called, it's like the, the data play disc. And it's like literally like a CD media, the size of a quarter that flopped super hard in the early 2000s. Oh, is that what this is? Or, or are you just saying, like, it's I'm similar? I'm saying this is, like, if... So- I'd say the most likely source of this is they removed a fucking seed... Like, a data play disc from its, like, case. It's interesting. Fair to enough. me, it looks like a piece of cardboard with some shiny paper on it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it or, they, or, they, or they just, like, got a quarter and drilled a hole in it. It could also be that, for sure. Uh, he uh, looks at the display screen, and hilariously, the... I guess in this media format, instead of just starting, it comes in like a PowerPoint transition oh off my the God, side, right. which is very good. Um, and it's this little kid uh, playing with, I had to look up what these were called, and you can look it up with me, friends. It's called a Hoberman Sphere. Uh, and you may remember them from every, uh, like, learning toy store in the mall in the mid-90s. It's like a ball that looks like it's made out of connects, uh, as Emily said. That's what I thought it was, yeah. Uh, (laughs) that you, like, pull out and it expands real big, and the best thing to do with it was to put it on your head then, and then (laughs) squeeze it back. That was fun. I see. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know where this is. This is in between the like pencils that have the fucking propellers on them and the big yes. geodes. Yeah, yes, exactly. It's but it's specific. It's not a regular toy store. It's in like the learning store in the in the mall. Uh, but yeah, so um, you see little kid Andros, and you know it's kid Andros because he has the same bad hair. Which I red. guess, which I guess means is he's that's just what his hair looks like. It's not dyed. <laughs> Orange has a very consistent style. Yeah, oh my god! That. Oh my god! The stripes are wider. He has fewer. It is the tree theory. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure he's human? You're right, though. No, he said I, he was, and I'm gonna I trust re- him. I refuse that he's human. And ha- Holly oh. has to be correct. It's his rings. That's how old he is. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, maybe he, you know how. In some sci-fi, they have, like, they're humans, but they're people who have been infused with, like, animal DNA. What if Andrus was fused with, like, three DNA? Yeah. And that gave him the rings? Yeah. And he's still human, but he comes from, like, people who were, like, uh, their ancestors experimented on, like, human three hybrids. Yeah, he's a dryad. Is basically yeah. so. I guess his sister isn't that though, because she doesn't have the hair thing. Uh, the the gene passes generations. Oh yeah, it's not yeah. a generation. It's not what it's, it's, re- what? it's recessive. <laughs> That's what a generation is. It's, it's recessive. The, it's fine. Yeah, it's on the Y chromosome. So uh-huh, it's on, yeah. yes. Um. So <laughs> so and baby Andros is playing with this toy. God, and- now you're making me think of 
trans people offenders, ra- trans girls offenders, racist, dyeing their hair black. If anyone can hook me I up mean, with an Andros trans fic, I'll read that. <laughs> <laughs> so you see him play with this toy by like spinning it around with his telekinesis. And then you see a little girl also, and they're playing together and having oh a good time. Hey, go ahead. Um, watching this episode and the telekinesis doesn't get like revealed until like the towel thing doesn't happen until the end. I didn't know he had telekinesis in this scene. I thought the toys thing was that it just hovered and spun. That, that you know that makes sense. I could see that, but no, he's shown that he has telekinesis already. In the I haven't episodes. watched the first four in like three years. I forgot. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> so yeah, that would make more sense if it was the toy, but nope, it's him. Uh, this little girl has. Uh, look going as much as Andrus does. Um, she's got like a real she's a kid. She's, she doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying this the style that they chose for for what's supposed to be an, a little alien girl or, or at least a non Earth girl is Just like a pile of hair. Yes, yeah, totally. It's like yeah, a, she's got like a headband and just like. Just mat- messy, matted hair. And I, like. I, now that I'm looking at it, I think it's supposed to. Well, hey, Mike, if you're listening to this, I hit like two or three uh, fast forwards here because I'm a spoilers. If you want to avoid the spoilers, stop listening for the next 10 seconds, starting in three, two, one. She's gonna grow. Stuff. She's gonna Stop grow up it. to be a. She's gonna grow up to be astronomer, and I think her hair is supposed to look like astronomers. Yeah, I also caught that. There you go. <laughs> it doesn't really, but I think it's supposed to. To me, she, um, looks, she looks like a very tiny hippie. <laughs> she also looks like a very tiny hippie. Uh, little kid Andros, uh, I guess, loses control of the ball and runs off to the woods to get it. He turns around and whoops. His sister, Corone, has been taken Corone, by a monster. Yes, the VTuber, Corone. <laughs> you know, yes, Mark made yes. the same joke when we were watching. Very good. <laughs> How could you uh, not if, you, if you've been poisoned with VTuber brain? Yeah. <laughs> See, I've been poisoned with old anime, and I, my mind went to Cologne from Ranma One Half. That's fair, yeah. There you go. Uh, but either, either the VTuber or the anime character gets uh, kidnapped, and... <laughs> Carlos is like, oh, oh no, Carlos doesn't say anything. He's just watching. And Decca um, asks Andros. <laughs> I, I got to the part where the, it stops and zooms in on it. And like, I'm, it's very funny. Yeah, it is. Oh, real yeah, goofy. the fucking shit ass zoom effect for the green screen. <laughs> yes. Um, but the, uh, yeah, essentially, Decca and Andros have a little conversation. Uh, in which he does he say it's his sister at this point? I can't. Oh, yes, he does. He says, Yeah, yeah. I, I have to find my sister. And Decca's like, Okay, we'll keep scanning. He and then to find Carlos, out who the monster is. It took, it took his sister, right? And then uh, Carlos leaves, and we get our theme song. <laughs> what, I, what I really like though is like, Decca's like, Do you wish to continue the search? And he's like, Yes, I will never stop searching. And I just imagine Decca's like, I wasn't drop. questioning your commitment to the. F- to finding your sister, you I just meant sleep, like for tonight. Dude. I just meant like you have to sleep and eat. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, 
then we cut uh, to Carlos in bed, uh, which, like, I love the space beds, by the way. They Yeah, are... also, they never go home now? Like, what do their parents think? Like, they... No, they're in space now. They live here now. They're so, so far away from Earth. They're, like, millions of years oh, I'm away. I'm sleeping over at TJ's sure. again, and TJ's parents think that he's sleeping over at Carlos's? Is that what's happening? No, he told his parents, I met a boy, his name is Andros, and I'm staying over at his place. <laughs> Deal with it. Um, the So here's the thing about that. We haven't really gotten there, but there are a couple episodes where they're just in high school like inexplicably, so I don't know the, the answer to your question. Like, I mean, um, like I, I already kind of figured that they would go back to high school, but they're not going to their homes at night. They're going to the mega ship, I guess. Yeah, they just live on the ship. Fuck parents, <laughs> suck. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, he's sleep. He can't sleep. Um, we cut up back to the uh, to Andros. And he's getting ready to go to bed, and then uh, Decca's like, actually, Andros, a life form has been detected. I was wrong. Uh, and he's like, where? And surprise, it's on KO-35, Andros' whole home planet. Um, and then we get a little bit of exposition that the co- uh, his home colony ha- has been deserted. I don't think they say why. But Not nobody yet, lives there but they, they kind of talk about it. They bit do more. later, yeah. Okay, good. Uh, and he's like, oh, of course, if she got free, she wouldn't know that the... You're right, this is totally what he has. I, it's What is it called? Imitation? Oh, data play. Yeah, data play disc. Um, so anyway, sorry. Uh, he says, yeah, she wouldn't know that it's been uh, abandoned, so it would make sense that she'd go back there. Just assuming that that's the life form that's been detected, uh, and He's he hoping. turns. So this is a universe that is like just full of life sustaining planets. Hey, how yes. does the planet get one life sign on it? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. like is it like sentient life? Because like, because I imagine there's like, even if humans left, there'd be wildlife there. Yeah, that's a fair point. My other question that's, that is like, oh, I guess it's because it's a colony. I was going to be like, we know that there are other planets that have names, like Eltar and uh, the Sumerian planet and shit like that. I was like, why is it called just KO-35? But I forgot it was a colony. That makes sense. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so he go- turns the ship around, and we cut to Balkan Skull and their good new friend, Professor Phenomenus. Uh, who still has this fucking thing on his head that they haven't explained at all. It's a light. Uh, it's a mic, actually, I think. It looks like a mic, now I'm looking it's at it. It's a microphone, <laughs> and then, like, black and white striped plastic. Like caution and- tape. Listen, yeah. vlogging but- was harder in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Headsets weren't um, invented yet. He just had to have it on top of his head, it completely pointed away from his mouth. <laughs> So if you missed it, Professor Phenomenus is obsessed with aliens. Balkan Skull hooked up with him because they saw aliens, and nobody believed them except this guy. Um, Even though, you hey, know, Hey, why the fuck Angel doesn't Grove. anyone believe them about aliens, actually? Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? what? What did you say? Sorry. How does... How did the... If someone in Angel Grove says, hey, I saw some aliens... 
any person should be like, yeah, of course you have. <laughs> yeah. I know. How did no one we, believe? It's not interesting. Why we, would we, we, to, to be it? fair, Bulk and Skull don't actually attempt to ask anyone else about it. So they probably yeah. would have believed them. But They're idiots. They go to Phenomenus, also, who like sees aliens everywhere. Like, right. Where but there also, Holly, to your point, I, I guess they just didn't know that all those things were aliens. They just assumed they I, were no, just... They, I don't buy that. They they know. <laughs> she broadcast from <laughs> the motherfucking just idiots, moon. And Phenomenus is an idiot. And there are people out there who are monster truthers, though. Like the Ninja Turtles. That's true. There are people who who don't believe in monsters, even because though they live in a city where monsters to, to happen. Fair, I don't know if you remember this, Holly, but the Ninja Turtles didn't know the Power Rangers were real. Even though oh, they just, you know. They do literally the live world. underground, though. Well, no, yes, the, the Power Rangers not believing the turtles. Yeah, but they have TV. Like, I've seen the show. Yeah, I, 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 I said that, and I'm like, they watch TV all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they learned Cowabunga. Um, but yeah, so so I don't know what the hell is, is the answer to your question. It's dumb. But uh, he is, Professor uh, Phenomenus is explaining that the way aliens work is that they come as seedling aliens in little eggs that get bigger and bigger, and then uh, mm-hmm. they- Egg inflation. Yeah, egg inflation, and then they bust out. Also, right, that's I not how- <laughs> That is, I will say, that is not how eggs work. Eggs That's how don't alien legs work. Get bigger. They're the same size, but you know, whatever. Zach, I'm sorry. Are you an alienologist? Yes, I am. I'm oh, a okay. UFOologist. UFOlogist. Does Does anyone remember that clip? I tried showing it to my girlfriend, but I couldn't find it online. Where they were in the parking lot, and there were like some inflatable tube men and some inflatable. This was like a news clip like inflatable games and there's a news anchor asking people what what do you think when i say the word inflation yes I have seen oh, yes what it's incredible it's so what? i can't find that clip. i'm sorry i killed that track i keep i keep like making loud noises into the mic i'm sorry it's, it's very <laughs> very funny inflation i'm just saying i've got some discord channels where that would make waves <laughs> and he- I, this exists I cannot find it just, anywhere. Just, if anyone's upset about us mentioning kinks, just just be glad I didn't get in the obvious position. Yes, thank God. Uh, <laughs> if, if anyone is upset about us mentioning kinks, what, what I think have podcast? stopped listening to this podcast. Yeah. What podcast like channel have you been listening ago? to? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but that said, uh, if I remember that clip correctly, he keeps asking it in a way that like. I think he knows what he's mm-hmm. saying, but no one else does, and it's just very funny. Very uh, corny reporter. Yeah. So, in any case, Bulk has a hallucination, uh, or like a daydream, of a uh, alien egg opening and reaching for him, and he freaks out. Uh, There's a close-up on Skull, and he's got like safety pins uh on like the the neck of his shirt just like lined up and like that must have taken him a long time to do like props to him <laughs> it looks cool too that was absolutely a, a punk kid thing when i was growing up oh, was, i remember like, safety, safety pins, pins on like clothes that many. yeah yeah and, it's like, a bunch that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i've seen that i went to concerts uh where there were 
I saw people like listen, that. I was a, listen, I, I was a teen in the 2000s where like emo pop punk was huge and I put safety yeah. pins on my clothes. I get it. And just being like, that was a lot. Yeah, <laughs> if, listen, if, some people were dedicated to the cause. I if if Skull was a couple years older, he would for sure, uh, every single hoodie he had would have God. the thumb holes cut out. Like, this is why I think <sighs> he's attractive. I still do it's good. Because he's just, he's just an emo boy. I can see him with like the, the eye <laughs> Liner. I can see him like rocking into uh, "Welcome to the Black Parade." My, my, like, the, the, as soon as yeah. as soon as Zach said um, "hoodie with the thumb holes cut out," I'm just like, "Oh, mm-hmm. you just described what my, my fucking middle school friends like girlfriend wore all the time." Yup, exactly. Yeah, also, you just described like three of my hoodies. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say like I have hoodies cut out like that. It's, uh, it's listen, a cool look. The emo boy to trans girl pipeline is real. <laughs> we so are we are two hundred and sixty some episodes into this show, and I don't think we've ever actually discussed the fact that Skull kind of dresses more emo than punk because I don't mm-hmm. think emo is a thing really when the no, show. No, that's was like super definitely out. early two thousands. This is but five years it, or so. Yeah, but it, emo comes. So, hi, serious Fabi for us. Not serious, <laughs> but like academic Fabi. Emo comes yeah. from the tradition of like God and industrial and a little bit of uh, some of uh, some metal traditions. So, like, it has it has its route roots in different yeah. like alternative. The a little Absolutely. bit of punk, but definitely more. More showy if there's a way more. Um, punk can be pretty showy though, like, like, str- like especially yeah, in, but in the eighties. I'm 80s. trying to find the right word. Um, other than hot, I can't seem to find the right word. <laughs> it, it's like punk but hot. I, I think I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, a bit sexier. More, more in more. It cares more about the aesthetics than punk yes. does. Yeah. Part of punk is fuck you, I'll do what I want. Emo has a more present, pays attention a little bit more to the aesthetics than that. Which makes sense and that this I will then came from that and scene is entirely about aesthetics. Yeah. Right. <laughs> fuck it. I'm a scene girl right now. Anyways. Uh, so <laughs> Bulk and Skull uh, or Bulk freaks out. Uh, they all uh, get out of the car. Phenomenus says his signal has shown him that there is an alien here. Uh, he gets out. Uh, there's a bunch of like wires attached to this thing on his head and bulk is carrying them. I still don't know what they're for. That's fine. He points at a watermelon and he says, that's an alien. And uh, he, Professor Phenomenus says, haha, or, or sorry, bulk says, that's a watermelon. And he says, ha-ha, only to the untrained eye, which is, like, sort of his catchphrase. He says yeah, it a bunch. and that, that's kind of what I was saying earlier, where, like, I think if Balkan Skull had gone to anyone else and said there was aliens, they, they might have been like, okay, there was aliens. Fine, that happens. But because they went to Phenomenus, and, and Phenomenus does shit like this, people have told him he's making shit up. He projected that onto the boys, and the boys were impressionable and believed him. And, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. So he brings over this watermelon and he shakes it and says, come out, you evil aliens. And he shakes the watermelon a bunch. And is that a uh, thing in California, by the way, that just watermelons just like, yeah, I was like, are there street, are there street watermelons? (laughs) 
I mean, I know there are watermelon patches. They're just like driving along and yeah. there's some watermelons. Yeah, they're like I don't a, know. They're like on a dirt. They're like on a. They're like not in the city, but they're like on a random road, and there's trees and bushes and a bunch of watermelons hanging. And out. some watermelons. And, and like I don't think wild watermelon. Like first of all, he says they're seedless. You can't. Those can't grow in the wild. <laughs> those are cultivated. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's I've never seen a wild they watermelon. They just stole these. What, yeah, what if they just stole these from some picnickers? <laughs> just like put these down for a minute, went away. <laughs> uh, he so Phenomenus puts a uh, stethoscope up to it and says, "Oh yeah, it's really kicking in there." Um, hey, what the fuck is he feeling? This I is don't just a know. Watermelon. He's just a psychopath, uh, and he's. <laughs> Like, Bulk is freaking out because he's like, it's scratching. Here it is. Here it comes. And he hangs it, hands it over to uh, Skull. And then they do hot potato and all pass it back and forth. And if you've ever watched a single episode of anything in your whole <laughs> life, you know what happens, which is that it goes flying up into the air and then hits uh, Bulk on the head. Uh, and smashes, and he gets watermelon all over him. I'm waiting for, like, three episodes down the road where Professor Phenomenus is just handing them bowls of spaghetti and going, like, and this is the alien's brains! <laughs> I, I want to say that I went to the, the Power Rangers wiki to find out what Mega Ranger episode was associated with this one, and they listed it as an error that the watermelon was following horizontally, and then it ends up on Bulk's face vertically. Oh, the Ranger Wiki for this for this episode is wild. Uh, they, they talk about how like, oh, the, the the galaxy glider looks orange in this shot, it's an error. It's like, fuck off, dude, it's just lighting. Uh, there is, I can't remember if it's happened yet, I want to say not quite yet. <laughs> Uh, Car- Carlos is in his bed and he whacks his head when he sits up uh, and, he, and he says like who designed these things because he's not used to the alien beds mm-hmm. and Ranger Wiki which God I swear is useful sometimes but I am going to rag on it <laughs> says Carlos breaks the fourth wall in this episode when he hits his what? head and asks who designed what? these things. And I'm because like, no, well, no, no, Ranger no. Ricky, because someone designed them in universe. I thought that the mistake was going to be like Carlos should know it was an Asada engineer who, like, no. I thought that's what it was going to be. But like, no, it's way stupider. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, they they yes. Then uh, Phenomenus uh, is like, oh, I guess it was a watermelon. Uh, it's seedless. Um, and then we I cut took up it as to- saying that because it's seedless, it's not aliens. <laughs> Right, yes, exactly. Uh, also, he laughs uh, like a crazy person, and at this point, you would think Bulk and Skull would peace out, but no. Uh, we cut back up to the ship. Um, Andros has fallen asleep on the controls. Uh, Decca wakes him up, uh, and he asks if anyone else is awake. Uh, she says no. I guess Decca doesn't identify, but they have a feminine voice. Um and then uh, he's like, good, don't wake anybody up. I'm going down myself. And he goes down to... Uh, <laughs> I put on my bad decisions I really love this the morning. shot. Yes. It, yeah. As he leaves, it shows a shot of the red streak of his galaxy glider go at, with, with Carlos in bed. And it just looks so funny. He's just lying there. Like, eyes are open. It blinks a bit. Like, yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't it's look very... and see it. It's just a shot of him there. <laughs> now, we cut down to KO35 and... This is where uh, Emily was saying in the uh, the Mega Ranger station that is like a virtual reality thing in the in the Sentai, 
which makes sense because for some reason, despite the fact that Power Rangers have been teleporting places flawlessly for six years, he just like eats shit. It's the ground, which is really funny. Um, but uh, yeah, he's like, oh, here I am home. And we just look at this like really I mean, it works for an alien colony or like a, a, a alien planet colony because it, yeah. it is very strange looking. This um, looks like where like 1987 CGI test reels take place. Yes, totally. It's yes. got a big reflecting pool and a bunch of tubes. Yeah, it does look like a Corel draw uh, sample image for sure. Yes. Um and he's just like, oh, it's so weird that if it's been deserted. If Crone's here, she's going to be confused. Uh, and then we start about three minutes of Andros just running around and screaming Crone as loud as possible. Jason! <laughs> Jason! <laughs> yeah, Jason! Yeah, Jason! absolutely. Um, we cut up to uh, uh, a weird shot of um, Astronema asleep. And Ecliptor, who... Okay, so we've seen Ecliptor before. He died. He's fine now. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. They don't really address that. <laughs> um, we also will eventually find out that Ecliptor sort of raised Astronomer, but we don't know that yet in context. So Ecliptor is just staring at this woman while she sleeps. Yeah. Uh, so that's and, great. And she does sleep in her circlet, which I question the, the wisdom of that. That sounds like it would hurt. Yeah, that's true. She also sleeps. I think she just straight up has like her leather shirt on, which doesn't seem like it'd be very comfortable. But <laughs> no. just a whole uh, bunch of bad sleepy time decisions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Fucking. She went to bed really drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She still has her makeup on too. She just passed out. It's fine. Um. Ecliptor is uh, sneaking around the ship, uh, and he turns on the viewfinder and sees that uh, uh, Andros is at his uh, is at K over forty uh, thirty five. He says, "Aha, Don't you were Elgar is there. Elgar is there asleep. Yes, standing, uh, standing asleep. up. <laughs> he doesn't have a bed. He just has to <laughs> sit there." Um, Ecliptor is like, ah, you've returned to your home planet. It's too bad we had to destroy it. So, yeah, I guess they, like, chased everybody off. He says he destroyed the planet. Distinctly, distinctly undestroyed, to my yes, mind. It's, it's, it's still it's, got I, an atmosphere. I, yeah, even. no, it's definitely not. But I guess, like, maybe they just, like, destroyed all life on it. Or at least all, or most of it. Or chased them away, yeah. Like, yeah. yes. Uh, so he's doing some spying. Carlos uh, wakes up and bangs his head. We get the aforementioned uh, who made these things line. He gets up and uh, goes uh, to the uh, little the mess there uh, where everybody is eating bacon and eggs uh, for breakfast. Uh, they say it's not very good, uh, even though it can theoretically just replicate yeah, whatever you want which like is the weird. last time they had this thing they just acted like it was good food that came out but now they're even though it looks exactly like eggs and bacon they're acting like it doesn't actually taste like eggs and bacon we are in we are in full-on uh almost but not quite exactly unlike tea territory yes I yeah guess. totally exactly um but he's uh 
or they're all eating breakfast. Carlos is like, where's Andros? And they say, mm-hmm. we thought he was with you. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> Which, like... Uh, they've been fucking. They, there's no, <laughs> there is literally no other explanation except they've been fucking. Because mm-hmm. when they leave, left Carlos, he was just like, I'm going to keep working on this for a little while. And he did not mm-hmm. say, I'm going to go hang out with Andros. Like, there, there was no yeah. indication of that. So... You know, make your own conclusions. Um, <laughs> he he asks Deca where Car, Car uh, Andros is, and he's like, "Well, he's he was said he was going to be back before you woke up, but he's on Ko thirty five, uh, and uh, they are all, all are like, why uh, why do you go there and." Carlos explains that he saw uh, that. No, he Andrews doesn't explain. He just says his sister. He's looking for his sister. And you're like, and oh, no one asks why he knows that. Because yeah. it's natural that he would have more information about his yeah. boyfriend than them. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. It's it's fine. <laughs> uh, I would, man. I wish Power Rangers would do a a a. a Two dudes and a lady uh, love triangle. That would be great. Oh, I'm be more great. or less hey. writing that. <laughs> yeah, right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I uh, mean, to be clear, it's three me. ladies, but like not <laughs> in the yeah. story quite yeah. yet. Uh, that, that reminds me, I just um, I just uh, read a really good manga about polyamory that i definitely going to do a shout out because I have it here in my notes uh that i would definitely recommend it was very good uh an easy introduction to love triangles to pass the exam it's very cute and actually i felt reflected a lot of my feelings towards polyamory in there i'd love to read that sounds cool yeah it has two volumes out and uh more soon it hasn't been officially translated in english so hopefully one day um so uh he does say that uh the planet was uh, attacked and abandoned but she doesn't know that so she might have come back uh that he explains that she doesn't know or they don't know who kidnapped her um but yeah you're right they they don't ask him why he knows any of that um he goes because over to- obviously you just know that <laughs> right uh, have we previously seen their color-coded fun lockers? Because I love them. I, I don't love these things. The best thing about the locker to me is that he just goes in, grabs his morpher, and presumably that's the only thing in there. <laughs> yeah, so like, what? Yeah. But, yes, they have little lockers that are all white with a big stripe of their color on it, and I think that's great. I love it. It is good. Uh... He says he's going to go get him. Nobody else really tries to stop him or says they'll come. It's just yeah. like, okay, bye. Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> well, we should give him his, his space. And he takes he takes a toast and he runs away with it in his mouth. Yeah, totally. <laughs> he doesn't actually. He does think of his toast, but he puts it back down. But I wish he he's late for, for his mouth. He's late for ranger school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the more they do it, the more ridiculous this weird, uh, like hands out pose to get in the jump shoot is. And I mm-hmm. love it every time. God. Hey, do they have to make the silly, like, like fucking pose every time where they like move their arms and the kung fu bullshit? Yes. They I do mean, it. Like, I don't know if they have to, but they do it. <laughs> like, like, well, well, here's my argument for why they have to do it. Last time, on the last episode, the Ninja Turtles were evil and uh, 
boy, that's a part of a sentence out of context. <laughs> but they had taken over the ship with Astronema. Uh, I can't remember who it was, but someone was like running away to try to get out of the ship and being actively chased and still stopped team, to, do, think, did, to yeah. do the dumb fucking hand motions before they escaped the ship. So I think they have to. Um, Carlos goes down uh, to the planet. My, my, I have a theory, actually. I think Andros does it because he thinks it's cool. And the Rangers saw him do it. So they assume they have to do it. That's great. Uh, secret glider codes. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, he just does it because he thinks <laughs> didn't it's me. Ask. Yeah, <laughs> it's assumed. Um, so Ecliptor and uh, Andros uh, meet up, and Ecliptor taunts him a little bit and is like, "Haha, your home is a deserted dust bowl." Then a weird thing happens, which is Wait. Andros <laughs> is like, "What are you doing here?" and Ecliptor is like, I don't know. We're, we're like, You're not the guy I swiped right on. Yeah, he says, I could ask <laughs> He says, I could ask you the same question. Later in this episode, they will say that this is a trap that Ecliptor laid because Corona was not there. But right now he's acting like he doesn't know why Andros is there, so I don't fucking know. I think uh, he's just messing with him. Could be. Um He says he's gonna kill the Red Ranger, because you know that's his thing. Uh, and let us take a quick break and we'll be right back with the fight. Hi everyone, Luke here to tell you about a new show called Eidolon Playtest. It's an actual play RPG podcast that's really two actual play RPG podcasts, releasing on alternating Mondays. I GM both campaigns, and the whole thing's been set up so we can playtest Eidolon, Become Your Best Self, a game written by me and totally reprise host Molly Rhinebeck. Give it a listen at AudioEntropy.com or head over to our Patreon at Patreon.com slash Playtest, where for a small fee you can get early access to the game. It's awesome! Go listen to us! Right, so Andros and uh, Ecliptor start fighting. Ecliptor does dramatically throw his uh, cape off, which is how you know he's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, they start fighting. Ecliptor kind of beaten Andros's ass. He does this cool thing where there are these like gates. I don't know how to describe them. They look like uh, I don't know. It's like just these gates that They're you would arches. walk through. Yeah. Yeah. Arches. And Ecliptor like, like rams him into all of them one after the other and spikes uh, fly sparks, out of him. Yeah. Uh, spy- Sorry, sparks. Yes, not spikes. <laughs> I like when he throws uh, him in the water and then he's like, oh, it looks like you're all washed up. And Andrew's like, actually, I found it quite refreshing. I really liked that. <laughs> Andros is such a dork and I kind of love Andros it. Andros is um, the fucking Polygon man that they used to advertise the PlayStation in 1994. Yes, totally. Uh, so then, okay, I like Ecliptor. I think he looks cool. I think he has a good voice. Uh, he has, 
his powers are very confusing uh, because previously he did that thing where he made six of himself, but the one that was real was just in the middle because he got lazy, I guess. This time he's like heads up and then his head comes off. Um, and- okay, I would have mentioned this earlier, but I didn't realize that it was different in the time this episode. But in the Sentai, uh, the, the mega red like drills his head off. Oh my god! And and this this footage is reverse of him putting his head back on after it flies around and zaps him. Okay, so that makes sense because he's <laughs> he still beats up uh, Andrews by shooting him with a bunch of lasers. Oh yeah, which that is part like, still happens, but it, but but he gets decapitated first. But I mean, it just means Eclipse is a Doolahan, which is cool. Well, <laughs> right. Well, the the thing is like. If he knocked his head off and then he can t- still fight, that's like a cool badass thing for Ecliptor. What yeah. tactical advantage <laughs> does he gain by intentionally flipping his head off for no particular um, reason? Because his head can fly around and shoot lasers independently of his body, which fights of a sword. <laughs> He's the Zelda boss blind? He just like... If, if you leave it long enough, he'd have grown another head. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. So he beats up... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Andros without you know any limbs which is pretty damning for Andros honestly uh, <laughs> we cut over to Carlos he's looking around for he Andros he's got, head. he's got a little uh, tracker and he's looking for his boyfriend um, we cut back to the fight then we do get a bit of them having a sword fight the body of uh Ecliptor having a sword fight with Andros while the head also flies around. Yeah. Um, and that's neat. It's a really bad screen screen effect, green screen effect, but yes, it's great. Yes. <laughs> you know, they're doing their best. Uh, <laughs> they they fight some more. There is a cool shot where Andros sees his gun that he dropped earlier, uh, does a like combat roll to pick it up, but Ecliptor sees it. Andrews shoots him and Ecliptor blocks like lightsaber deflects it back at him and yeah. Andros goes down, uh, which is a pretty cool little bit. Um, and then uh, he's getting ready to murder. Uh, uh, he's getting ready to murder <laughs> Andrew. I'm sorry. I laugh because this just doesn't make sense with no. how they've set it up. Uh, he is about to kill Andros. And then, Carlos, who was previously just walking around, <laughs> he breaks flies. through reality. Yes, he breaks out of a crack in reality, which again, I guess in the Mega Ranger episode is like him breaking into the mm-hmm. virtual world. Yeah. That's fine. In this, he just. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't even... <laughs> it's a really weird teleport this one time, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it, it's very strange. Luke might say he's, like, breaking into the morphing grid. Uh, you know I what? don't know. Cassie said that her theory is that all of KO35 is in the morphing grid. Ah, so he had to but get in there first. morphing oh, grid. And that's how Andrus' tele- telekinetic power is, because the morphing grid, by living in the morphing grid for so long... He developed uh, it's powers. Like a spacer with hollow bones. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so, so uh, uh, that means you can really throw him around. Anyway, uh, <laughs> oh boy. So, so Carlos beats up. Uh, yeah, Carlos would know. Ecliptor, yep, uh, <laughs> and gets him off Andros. Hey, yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, Zach. Yeah, Zach. I, uh, I, this is fine. I haven't done anything wrong. Uh, 
history will absolve me. Uh, in, in any case, uh, then he does. Again, I like Ecliptor. It's just his power set is fucking baffling because <laughs> one of them is he can make a big Andros version of his. I'm sorry. A big Andros version of yeah. his head, which shoots at Andros, which is a different person. Uh, mm-hmm. But again, like, it just seems like he can just do that. So why did he make a big holographic version? I don't know. Um, it blasts uh, the absolute hell out of Carlos. He, he and made, like He made the big holographic version because the head is bigger and thus the eye beams will be bigger. Okay, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> this must be where uh, Mega Ranger Black is like completely fucked up in the in the Sentai. Because oh yeah, his like helmet's all cracked. He's like bleeding it, out of his face. It's great. <laughs> it specifically is a shot uh, only of Carlos's back. So you see him like fall down very slowly and dramatically. Yeah. But then he just gets up later and he's fine. Um, but yeah, he gets blasted real good. Uh, Andros is like, Carlos, no, my boyfriend. Um, We're a team, aren't we? But this is my fight. (laughs) So the dialogue, I was thinking, the dialogue in this scene is very, this is the dialogue of like anime where the girls are queer but they can't say they're queer yeah so they have to talk about how we're a team and we're here for together and we want to make it through the next day together it it was very much that um yeah i mean yeah i agree it's there's some <laughs> homoerotic undertones for absolute certain and he just, uh, he that slumps is, carlos onto his galaxy glider and flies out of there <laughs> there is that all of that uh that little bit of pathos uh is undercut however by the fact that the the key phrase to summon your galaxy glider is galaxy glider hang 10 <laughs> which yeah. is yeah. like my dudes yeah, and he didn't I know, know what a surfboard was. Right. That's the other thing. That's, <laughs> oh, my God. You're right. I didn't put that together. Carlos in canon doesn't know what a surfboard no, is. Andros he, doesn't know. Carlos Sorry, yes. Knows. Andros <laughs> doesn't know what a surfboard is. But yet he presumably programmed these things to where he has to say hang 10 for it to come to him. So, great. It's like... It's like the the kings in New Vegas. Like he doesn't know the significance of any of this, but damned if he's not going to do it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so he um, uh, he gets the galaxy glider, puts Carlos on him on it, and is just like, "Now get out of here!" Oh no, he sorry, he he goes with him. Yeah. <laughs> he puts Carlos uh, on him. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they they escape. Um, and Carlos is pre- is actually pretty banged up, uh, and uh, they're all uh, everyone is hanging over him, holding clipboards, which is how you know somebody's really hurt in Power Rangers. I like uh, uh, check Cassie out these fucking has a, charts. Yes, charts. I like how Cassie has a little hair, pink hair scrunchie in this episode. Yeah, that's that's cute. Um. They are uh, looking at his chart, yeah, and uh, Andros is like, it's my fault, Ecliptor wanted me, and uh, Ashley is like, no, he saw you by yourself and knew you were, like, vulnerable, 
uh, he would have gone after any of us. Don't feel guilty. And Andros is like, no, I should be dead. <laughs> <laughs> that should be me on that table. Yeah, exactly. Um, Cassie is like, what affects one of us affects all of us. We're a team. And Andros is uh, storms off. And uh, I do like this TJ line. Cassie says he just doesn't get it. And TJ's like, no, he gets it. He just won't accept it because Andros is still trying to be all a big loner. Um, He goes out in the hallway and has a big mope session. Uh, And honestly, with the hair, like, I know this wasn't specifically an emo haircut, but like, it could be. It could have (laughs) been. It's got... (laughs) It's not uh, good enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, fair. I, I can see. I can see it. I can see it. Maybe one day. I think I'm like just, his length, he could do a better style and look pretty good. But like, it's not a great style. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, while he is in the hallway sighing and having a superimposed flashback of Carlos getting hurt, and I'm watching this muted with you all right mm-hmm. now. I heard crawling in my skin in my ears as that was happening. So, um, but yeah, he's he's upset. He decides he's going to go back down and and fight a uh, f- fight um, Ecliptor, who I guess just w- was like, well, he left, but I'm just going to hang. Like he, Ecliptor is still there. Not only did he just hang, he got big. <laughs> yeah, he got big. Uh, down on KO thirty five, he taunts. I want, I want all of them to go. Wait a minute, we don't have Zordon anymore. We can ex- if we we can fucking accelerate this shit all we want. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I mean, they're trying to save Zordon, but he don't know. He's he's <laughs> captured. It's fine. Um, he Ecliptor taunts uh, Andros and says, "Like you're weak. You need other people's help. Also, you're tiny and small, and they stomp on you." <laughs> You're so tiny. <laughs> How are you uh, so small? <laughs> and in fact, boy, is a horny episode. Uh, I'm sorry. Ecliptor does in fact stomp on him, which I uh, think is the first time. Big Ecliptor, big steppy. Yeah. I actually think that's the first time that's happened in like that a big monster stepped on a ranger because usually they just get out of the way. Um, also, they didn't know how to handle it visually, so he just, like, flies off. Like, yeah, I guess he, he's supposed it, to be stepping directly behind him, I guess, yeah, but still. It, it looks like he just got thrown by an explosion. Um, uh, Andros is like, can't you beat somebody smaller than you? And, uh... Can you only Ecliptor, beat someone smaller than you? Yes. Yeah. And Ecliptor is like... Uh, I'm not gonna get like that would be stupid. I'm just gonna hit you with my big sword. He doesn't even say anything. He just hits him with a sword. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Car or Andros tries to fly at him with a spiral saber. He gets smacked down to the ground. Which you know, props then- for like being like you know ballsy enough to do that. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, Ecliptor breathes fire on him because he just has a million powers. He can do anything. <laughs> I uh, can do whatever I want. <laughs> I'm a Cliptor. Uh, <laughs> Experience the power of the Polygon Man. My yeah. power eclipses yours. Thirty-two <laughs> whole bits of power. <laughs> so, um, then uh, the rest of the Rangers are up on the ship, and they're like, "Have you all seen Andros?" 
Also, I get I get that they're like not directly next to KO thirty five, but assumedly they're like in orbit or nearby, and they can't figure out where he keeps going, and it's the same place, and it's right there. You're dumb. Also, Andrew has told Decca not to tell them anything, and Decca's right. just keeping shut up. She's not talking at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they I do ask Decca, and Decca's like, uh, <laughs> she does. She doesn't say anything. To be clear, I was programmed um, to not be a snitch. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, they figure out that his galaxy galaxy glider's gone, and therefore he must probably be uh at Ko thirty five. They head down. Andros oh is, shit! Well, Andros uh, is getting hit with fire, and then Clint goes cooked to perfection. So Vor's in here too. Yeah, it's just this is everything. <sighs> it's all of them. Uh, the ra- other Rangers blast him on their galaxy gliders, which is uh, awesome. It, it's you know it doesn't look great, but like they're going for they they are attempting on a kids TV show budget. People who are small on little flying things flying at a big monster shooting it, and like they get the point across. Good work. Yeah, they, I mean like, they do this better in later seasons. Like Ninja Steel in particular has like a lot of because they don't actually get in the cockpits in that one. They just like hang on on their shoulders with their zords. They sometimes will like jump and strike at a monster it doesn't look as good as that but you know it's it's japan circa 1990 television budget yeah. like come on I mean, <laughs> they scoop up andros uh and uh then carlos shows up beat to hell and they're like hey bud no bad call uh and he's like, we're a team. We've got to all work together. Even if I was literally on a hospital table. <laughs> yeah, because um, mm-hmm. Carlos shows up and he's like, look, it's Carlos. And I felt really, it felt really jarring to have him come back without any scene of Carlos getting up out of the bed or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It wasn't uh, enough also, time. Also, timing-wise, like... they were like, oh, just, just skip it. We don't need to film that. <laughs> yeah. No, we need to have that Broken Skull bit, which had nothing to do with the plot. <laughs> Uh, then there's a really funny thing where they all grab their lasers and shoot it, Ecliptor, and in the Sentai footage, clearly what happened is Ecliptor just swung his sword around his head, and they, like, make the lasers blast at the sword so that it looks like he's deflecting it, but that's clearly not what happened. It's really funny looking. Um, yeah. Then they- then they they come up with a solution, which is that they have a spaceship, and they make the spaceship shoot the bad man. <laughs> Just fucking which... hammer of dawn these things. The yeah. Power Rangers have an orbital wipe weapon now. I don't oh, know yeah. how I feel about this. Oh my this. god, do they? Yeah, you like it, it's one of those things where they do this, and I don't remember the rest of the season very well. But if they don't do that every time, what? are you doing like alpha six drop the tungsten rod (laughs) yeah exactly it's they have a fucking space cannon uh no you're supposed to send the power to all of the mojave sure it'll cause brown you did the evil one guys come on (laughs) um so we cut up to so he's Ecliptor is dead again. Well, isn't like uh, I don't know. He just gets shot and leaves. I guess. Yeah, he just leaves. Uh, and uh, we we get a little shot of Andros. Like, ha! Ah, I did it. And then uh, then we cut up to 
Oh, sorry. Uh, Carlos is still like, my arm. Ah. But Andrew says it was a trick uh, to, to get me to come down here. So I guess, yeah, they're saying it was a trick by a clip door. Um, we cut up to the spaceship. And okay, peop- look, I'm not like a health or workout expert. If I'm wrong, this someone tell me. Uh, sorry, go ahead. As I say, this looks like the most delightful way to have core strength. <laughs> yes. So Andros is on this machine that, like, I don't even know how to describe it. It uh, it just looks it, like it's swinging him back and forth. But like when you, it's it's so weird because like then when you see him by the face, it looks like he's doing like a step treadmill or something. But he's not. He's just swinging back and forth on a. So, like, the idea is, like, basically just, like, you're just working out, like, your sides. Like, it's designed to, your chest stays in one place, and all of the movement is, like, your, like, hips. You're, like, rocking back and, f- your feet are strapped onto a sw- an arm that can swing back and okay, forth. Yeah. And you're, like, using your, your yeah, like, your, your I forget what they're called, your obliques? To Sounds like- right, yeah move side to side and it just looks so goofy i don't know if it's a real thing i assume it is but it must be i mean why would they get a fake workout machine but like i mean the most important part we got to remember here though is that he's hot and sweating and carlos comes in and leans on the door frame and he's like hey how are you feeling yeah Yep. I'm saying <laughs> that would be more effective if um, Andros was not on like one step removed from all those jiggling belt machines. Yes. <laughs> and also if Andros's workout uh, equipment was like a tank top instead of like uh-huh, a snuggie, like a basically. <laughs> like, like, right. He's wearing a tracksuit. Yeah, track he, he, it's still a kid's show, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's a tracksuit, but it's like huge. It like doesn't yeah. fit him. It's re- it, and are you then, are you thinking of like because a towel later? Like it's a little bit baggy, but I don't think it's that baggy. See, the problem is that this tracksuit is a prop going back to the Mighty Morphin era, and it was for Jason. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, probably. That's why this uh, looks like a tent. <laughs> yeah, he telekinesis is over uh, the towel. Um, it's very funny to me. I know that Power Rangers is color coordinated, but just thinking about the fact that each ranger has a towel that's their color <laughs> and they must do the laundry and then be like, no, this one's yours. We have to do separate loads. The red one can't get done with the yellow one because it'll ruin the yellow <laughs> towel. We don't, do we look like we have a fucking orange ranger? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so, uh, Carlos is like, hey, I know I know why you went down there. You were trying to find your sister. And he's like, what? How did you know that? It's not like I was watching that information <laughs> on, like, the one place in the ship that well, you can I mean, go what to. I, what I don't like is, like, Carlos is like, that's not important. He's like, yes, it is, <laughs> you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> like, tell him. Yeah, Just dude. say it. Like, I saw you watching the video. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to uh, imply I have weird mind powers. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, what if yeah. Andrews is like, are you telepathic? <laughs> uh, so he uh, he says it's not important. And then uh, Andros is like, Cliptor fooled me. He wasn't there or she wasn't there. And uh, 
Carlos is like, listen, we can help you. Like, we're a team. That's what being a Power Ranger is about. Just, like, let us help you find her because we're already searching for Zordon anyway. And um, uh, Andros is like, oh, I guess we are a pretty good team. And you're a big part of it. And then they smile at each other and handshake and mm-hmm. smile and smile. Camera <laughs> face to black. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's it. Yeah. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. the episode. It's pretty fun. It's real gay. Which um, <laughs> is always a plus. I think yeah. we made it a, probably a little hornier than it needed to be. But, but- not that much, honestly. <laughs> TVH, not that much. <laughs> Listen, I just, um, I made one small comment. I heard Fabby laughing, so I ran with it. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember Zach said he got him off, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, come on, Zach. This is a big, this is your fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's my fault. Uh, it's on you. But yeah, it was a fun one. I, I had a good time with it. Um, that said, I do not have questions. If you have a question, send it in to us at TeensWithTude on Twitter. Teenagers with Attitudes, our Facebook group, or teenswithtude at gmail.com. Uh, and uh, let's go around. Uh, f- oh, my God. Uh, f- I'm sorry. Fabby, Holly, Emily. No, Holly has just linked. I know y'all's names. Oh, oh I swear for a second you like forgot, and I was like, I am, no. Holly uh, has linked a picture of Elgar in a spaceship, <laughs> and it is hysterical. It's it so must be the next time segment. I miss my boy. I can't wait for my boy to come home from the war. Andromeda, sure, I'm glad you're not going to murder me like my sister. <laughs> Yeah, I, we did briefly mention Aunt? it. Aunt? I don't know. I don't, right. No, no, keep, please keep doing the voice. <laughs> I, I don't like that Elgar. I miss him so much. It, it's weird that Elgar, it's not that I don't like it. It's weird that Elgar is the holdover character. It is funny that he went from being commanded by one lady who wants him dead to being commanded by a different lady who wants him dead. Like, they both hate his guts. At least this one isn't related to me moving up in the world. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Emily, is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, You can find me on Twitter at This Is Emeralds. And you can also find me on Patreon, patreon.com slash This Is Emeralds, where I post art and stuff. Um, and you can catch, uh, this, you know, this unrelated streamer that I like, Verisimilitude Rituals. That's twitch.tv slash Verisimilitude Rituals. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. Cool. Uh, Fabi, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, you can find me in this little desk that I'm in in Austin. It's really nice. Uh, uh, you can find me hugging my girlfriend. I'm doing that a lot. Giving her kisses. She's great. Love you too, babe. Uh, and you can also find me on Twitter at Fabi underscore Garza. Uh, hi, if you're looking for a games writer for some reason or a cultural sensitivity with your project, um, hit me up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Holly, is there anything you'd like to plug? <laughs> um, well, you can listen to the podcast I do with my friend Jess and my boyfriend Mark over at Lupin Lottery. Um, where we watch every episode of Loop on the 3rd in a random order predetermined by computer, and by the time this episode goes up in, like, what, three weeks or so? A couple um, weeks, yeah. We'll be, like, almost, like, we just recorded the fourth from the last episode of Red Jacket, like, yesterday. Oh, wow, nice. 
there are, like, by the time this goes up, it'll be the last couple, and we'll be about halfway done with all Lupin content. Dang. Impressive. Wow. Red Jacket is a lot. <laughs> Very impressive. I I looked recently at the percentage that we're done of Power Rangers content, and it's not that high. So. <laughs> yeah, we've done 155 episodes total, and there's like 291 episodes of Lupin Anything, and then 50 years worth of, like, um movies and specials that came yeah. out once every three years very cool awesome um aside from uh, that that oh, same group along with julie um from various other audio entropy shows um we do a podcast called the disc course where we're reading Discworld. very good yeah. title still yeah that rules yeah um aside from that uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash hollybeedlin, where I try to post episodes of my podcast early. Um, and I am also writing, um, a big gay trans Rama, uh, fanfic. Yeah! It's called so Girls nice. Before Swine, um, uh, because one of the focus characters is Ryoga. Hell yeah. Very um, nice. and that's on Archive of Our Own. I've just, I've put up ten chapters, totaling like 45,000 words. Dang. Um, so far, I, I've been reading it, and if you are trans and you like Ranma, read it. Or even if you don't, like, kind of, <laughs> it starts early in the series, like, or even if you just like good, yeah, like gay trans content, it's good. It's really, I'm really enjoying it. Um, uh, right, but yeah, cool. that's basically what I got. That rules. Yeah, so check that stuff out. Um, uh, before you move on to Emily, there's one thing I forgot to say. If you're still subscribed to the Let's see the podcast feed. Keep an eye there. If not, maybe subscribe to that feed because uh, around March first, you will be getting a new a, an episode, a new episode of a new podcast in that feed called Queer Formers Animated, where me, Cassidy, and uh, my girlfriend Marie all watch Transformers colon animated and. Uh, talk about it and also are very gay and flirt with each other during the whole thing it's, it's fun i'm really excited for that because i love that show very good yeah we just did episode three and four uh, yesterday cool uh for me you can find me at uh chinchy mcchilla on twitter and you can uh follow me if you want i talk about random crap uh games food news whatever um, but I do have Getting one thing I would like to plug, which is, I, you may remember, I think I plugged it before, uh, my friend, uh, has written a book on pirates called Pirates of the Chesapeake Bay from the Colonial Era to the Oyster Wars. It's a really good book, and, uh, if you like pirates, you should check it out, especially because... Uh, she was the target of a right-wing hate campaign mm -hmm. because she wrote an article in the Washington Post that said, hey, maybe pirates weren't very good people, and everyone lost their mind and sent her violent threats in her email, and she Don't had to lock her Twitter. <clears throat> uh, so if you like pirates, um, it's a really good book. Uh, pirates of the Chesapeake Bay from the colonial era to the Oyster Wars. Uh, check it out, or even if you just leave a review on the Amazon page for it, that would be super helpful, and she would know that people got her back, uh, and I would appreciate it too. 
Uh, so that's it for me. Um, for Teenagers with Attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Emily. Fabby. Fabby? Oh, I'm Fabby. Sorry, <laughs> this Gambari Super Strikers game is real good. It's rainy. Oh, God. And, like, it, like, the effects are kind of cute. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also, like, TVH, I was thinking about the world we live in with harassment and I yeah, was, it's not my great. brain just went uh, but yeah no I'm Fabby bye motherfucker and and I'm Holly and may the power protect you always yeah what's Keith sorry about that you know, I, I, I Recording. Okay. <laughs> I thought we were just going to yell for a while. All right. <laughs> I can. I have very good yells. Ah. You're just talking about how you're going to be quiet, Savvy. <laughs> I right. never. I've never. Here we go. Quiet. Three, two, one.